0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. ctmobile.com And one of the people that is uh, going to be, uh, well, is endorsing President Donald Trump is Representative Nancy Mace from the 1st Congressional District, who joins us right now. Uh, uh, yes, Congressman Mace, how are you?
1: I am doing well, and you're right. It's time for this race to be over. Um, there's no reason for it to continue down in South Carolina after tonight. This is the voters want Donald Trump and the voters are going to get Donald Trump.
0: The only reason I want this uh, to linger on until after South Carolina is so Nikki Haley can spend $35, 40000000 million here. That's well, about. Well, we, we
1: got use. I want to use that thirty <laughs> to forty million dollars against Joe Biden. That's what I want to do. Yeah. The Sooner that we get this down to a two man race between uh, between Donald Trump and Joe Biden, the sooner we can take our country back, which is what we have to do. And y- you hear this over and over again. This is the election of our lifetime. This no, this is the election. Yeah. Of our lifetime. You just saw what the Supreme Court did yesterday with the border and what Governor right. Abbott has done to keep illegal aliens out and what the Supreme Court has done. You look at the cost of inflation. Eggs are still ridiculously expensive here. Mm-hmm. Um, and every, every issue, the wars overseas, all of these things are caused by weakness in the White House. And you know what? Our enemies didn't mess with us when Trump was president yeah. because they feared him. You know, we you need just, that strength
0: back. I, absolutely we do. But you just brought up something interesting that not a lot of people mm-hmm. have, have have been talking about in this election. We're talking about Supreme Court nominees that are going to be coming up uh, in, in the next four and a half, five years Yep. that have to be conservative. I mean, we've already got a conserv- relatively conservative Supreme Court, but even they voted um, with the federal yep. government against Texas. Uh, so we've got to yeah, get even is- more conservative people on the court.
1: It is a dire situation if we if this thing is allowed to continue and we have to put a stop to it. I mean, but on the, on Biden's first day in office, by the time the sun set, he had reversed every good border policy that Trump had yeah. started, that Trump had created. And Trump, they want to they want to you know give him grief about the wall. He built hundreds of miles of wall. In Biden's first three years, he wants to build 21 miles of wall and hadn't done it yet. I mean, I just, I can't even, you know, you see, I I, I was in New York recently. I saw what's going on up there with the illegal aliens. They're they're everywhere. They're going to these sanctuary cities. And these leftists, these Dems, they don't want them in their cities yet. They want this to happen. They want it to happen in a red state, but not a blue state. Come on.
0: Yeah, they didn't have a, a a problem with illegal aliens overrunning Eagle Pass, Texas, and Brownsville, but when they come to uh, to Brooklyn, then all of a sudden they have a problem.
1: Yeah, exactly. The hypocrisy. And this is not—I mean, they are, they are bankrupting our children and grandchildren's future. Look what they're doing with all the CRs and the minibuses and the omnibuses and the budget— and they, they don't want to balance anything. And it's never going to happen if we don't have both chambers and a fiscally conservative president in the White House. And so there are, we have to reverse every bad idea Biden has had. And that starts with Donald Trump.
0: Let's talk a little bit about the border real quick. Senator Langford said there's going to be no border bill this week. Were you disappointed in Mike Johnson with this continuing resolution, basically doing the same thing that uh, Kevin McCarthy did?
1: I, I didn't vote for the CR. In fact, yeah. I sat on yeah, meetings right. with leadership. And, you know, we we are our own worst enemy. Members of our party are our own worst money. I sat in private meetings um, with very conservative folks like House Freedom Caucus members who are willing to work out some kind of deal as long as we had immigration and HR2 tied to it. And then you would you would have a different faction within our party um, who were just absolutely no way ever happening. They'll ever vote for a bill with HR2 attached to it. These are all members of our own yeah party who are sabotaging us in the process and if we don't draw a line in the sand if we don't draw a red line over the southern border we can just we're just going to give it all away we can win on this issue i think it'll be the number one issue in this in this country nationally at the state level local level et cetera, all down the ballot we can win on immigration, but we have to have the backbone to say enough is enough. And we need to send elected leaders to Washington who will stand there and fight with us. And there are not enough of us who are conservative and are listening to people across the country that do not want this to have happening. They don't want this happening. They don't want a wide open border. Enough is enough. And we are we are our own worst enemy. That's what I saw last week.
0: You're exactly right. You are also calling for uh, every state to have voter ID. Are you getting mm-hmm. any pushback on that, as if I didn't know?
1: Oh, I mean, of course. I mean, leftists and Democrats, they don't they don't want voter ID. In fact, they want illegal aliens to vote in our election, yeah. by the way. That's what this is about. They've actually put it in writing. They put it in legislation in the past. They want illegals to vote in when they're not citizens of this country to vote um, in our country. And it, it's, it's the furthest thing from America that I can, that I can think of, but they don't want voter ID and come to find out all the groups that they say are marginalized by voter ID have some of the highest voter registration numbers. You know, so it's it's almost equal across the board, no matter the color of your skin or or where you come from. Now women don't register to vote as high as men. So, you know, that's a whole nother discussion, but, I mean, these groups that are coming forward saying that certain voters are disenfranchised. No, they're not. They're registering at the high, high, as high as everybody else. And it's just crazy um, that they continue to perpetuate this lie.
0: Do you think the Bank the Vote campaign that the GOP or the RNC has come out with, do you think that's enough or do do we need more grassroots uh, boots on the ground?
1: we need as many people as possible who will be on the ground who will make sure that their neighbors are registered to vote that make sure that those are registered to vote go out and vote that they know where the polls are that they know how to vote that they know how to vote absentee every state laws everything's different in how they handle um voting whether there's early voting or same-day voting etc it's really incumbent upon us upon everybody if you have a free minute Right, and mean, put somebody in your car when you go to vote that day. Yeah. Take a neighbor, take a colleague and go do it because it matters and it matters more than ever. And I'll tell you, there are Democrats who are disenfranchised. Look at the, the what has happened in Israel. Mm-hmm. We have Jewish Democrats that don't want to vote for Biden. They don't want to vote for Democrats that don't support Israel. And there are a lot of them that don't. They are willing to to come to our side of the aisle. And, you know, we have to have those conversations and appeal to those people and tell them why. And, and and welcome them home. Welcome in, them into the family. Yeah,
0: that absolutely. They're all
1: welcome here. We need to do that.
0: We got a group here in the upstate called the Greenville Patriots Caucus. They mm-hmm. went out this weekend and, and, contact, and got in contact, uh, encountered 4,500 voters. They had thousands, uh, several thousand people mm-hmm. uh, registered to vote. And 80% of the folks didn't even know the primary was on a Saturday.
1: Yeah, how crazy is that? It's nuts. Um, Is a presidential election different than your normal Republican (laughs) primary? But I'll tell you, Charlie, when I, I mean, I voted in every presidential, you know, I voted in most of the presidential elections every four years, starting at the age of 18. Yeah. But I didn't know for the longest time there were even, there were primaries, right? And so it takes educating people. We're all active now, and the older you get, the more active you are and more knowledgeable you are about voting. But there are a lot of young people coming through the ranks, and I've made sure to, 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 Tell my kid every election that, hey, this is a primary. It's separate from the general election. It's not every four years. It's sometimes every year, every two yeah. years that you're voting and sometimes multiple times a year. But it's really incumbent upon us to let people know this is where you pick your leader um, in the primaries. Was your,
0: everybody does. Was your decision to support Donald Trump, was that a tough one? Did it have more to do with Donald Trump or did it have more to do with Nikki Haley?
1: No, it it was not. It was an easy call. I mean, I've been talking to voters and I had two constituents that ran for president this cycle. And I want to be respectful. I respect Tim Mm -hmm. Scott. I respect Nikki Haley. I want to be respectful of the the constituents that I represent. And look, Nikki Haley is the last person standing. She She ran a great campaign. She stayed until the end. But I've talked to voters day in and day out for months now. And I've been listening and I've stayed out of it. Um, But it was very easy. And looking at how how he won Iowa, looking at the numbers in New Hampshire, he's going to crush it in South Carolina. He's 30 to 40 points up, and in any given area, and um, he's going to win resoundingly, and the sooner we get this over with, the sooner we can make this an election about the general election, we can move on to November, because that is where all of our resources need to go if we're going to kick Joe Biden out of the White House. Absolutely.
0: From the 1st Congressional District here in South Carolina, Representative Nancy Mace, thank you so much for calling in this afternoon, and we'll talk again soon. Thank I appreciate you. it. Yes, Bye-bye. sir. Thank you. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas.